Hey everyone. Today's episode is a little bit different. LinkedIn just opened their apprenticeship program to a new cohort today, and I wanted to make sure that I got an episode out that really dives into the program, gives you all the details, everything that you need to know. And I'm basically going to be reading off of the website, which I will add to the show notes and I encourage you to check it out. I've also gotten several questions from a lot of you, and instead of answering them individually, I really wanted to answer them in more of a a crowdsourced fashion, so it helps not just one person that asks the question, but everybody listening. So first we're going to go over the program, then we're going to answer some of the common questions that some of you have had. So let's start. And for those of you that want to follow along visually, I'm going to include video as well, but for those of you that are just listening, I'm basically just going to be reading off of the website, so... In either case, I encourage you to check it out, and I will add a link to the website in the show notes. So, what is REACH? REACH is a technical apprenticeship program at LinkedIn that bridges the opportunity gap for individuals with non-traditional backgrounds. They've designed this program to give those with non-traditional backgrounds an opportunity to get their foot in the door in the tech industry and begin or continue their technical career. I can attest to this as I, too, came from a non-traditional background, which some of you may know. I am a current apprentice at LinkedIn, and yeah, let's talk about who it's for. We are most interested in finding candidates who are passionate about their work, have a strong interest in continuing to independently learn and grow, and are willing to put in the work to achieve their goals and better their community. A REACH apprenticeship might be the opportunity you're looking for if you are wanting a career change, attended a boot camp, are self-taught, don't have a traditional degree for the role, took a break from work, and are trying to re-enter the workforce. And to those of you that might just be listening, I'm going to go back because there's three sections in here that are highlighted that I feel like if you focus on these areas in the initial filter, which is the essays, I feel like that's going to help you. So what's highlighted here is passionate about the work, independently learn and grow, and willing to put in the work to achieve their goals. So I want you to keep these things in mind as we eventually get to the essay questions. All right, so now let's learn more about the program. And I am literally just clicking through. How is REACH structured? REACH is a multi-year program where individuals with a passion for the job will work in technical roles to build their skill set and gain the experience in the field. Apprentices should expect to be in the apprenticeship for a minimum of one year and no longer than five years. The time each apprentice spends in this program will be based on their skills and performance in the role. As a REACH apprentice, you will... Be a full-time employee with benefits and perks. Get 20% of your time allocated for your self-development. Be part of a cohort that will meet frequently to share information and grow together. Have a team and dedicated mentor that will support your growth. Own real business need projects that will push your skills. So I'm just going to come back to those five bullet points and and add my own perspective. So you will be a full-time employee. Technically, we are hourly. But for all intents and purposes, you have healthcare, you've got uh, incredible 401k match. LinkedIn matches 50% of whatever you put in. So if you're in a position where you can put in 10,000 a year, they'll match that with five. If you want to max it out at, I think, 22,000, they will actually match 11,000 annually. I haven't heard of a better 401k match. Get 20% of your time to self-development, basically one day out of the week or an equivalent of one day out of the week. We're supposed to be learning. I don't know of any other jobs of this caliber where you're actually paid to learn. So I just really wanted to highlight that there. You are part of a cohort that'll meet frequently. I have a cohort of people I joined back in June of 2022. 
and I'm still very close with several of the people in that cohort. And it really helps because everybody in my cohort comes from a different background, but we all share the commonalities of not just trying to break into LinkedIn, but trying to break into tech as well at LinkedIn. And it's nice to have each other to kind of bounce ideas off of and to work through pain points as they arise. So I really like that component of the program. You'll have a team and a dedicated mentor that'll support your growth. So whatever team that you're placed on, you will have a manager. Maybe that's obvious. And you will also have a mentor that you can ask questions. And you will own real business need projects that will push your skills. So this is the experience part. You are absolutely from day one going to be able to work on solving business problems. And on here, they list the levels of apprenticeship. They show an apprentice two, an apprentice three, and then promotion out of apprenticeship. This is interesting because I know for my cohort, and I presume for the upcoming one, it was only the apprentice three level, basically the level before you would become the traditional software engineer at LinkedIn. So it'll be interesting to see. And it looks like if we zoom in here, those roles do include the backend engineer and the artificial intelligence engineer, which I believe are the only two that are open for this cohort. So yeah, uh, my assumption there is that you will be an apprentice three if you come in. All right, let's talk about the application process, how to apply. Review the job descriptions and application questions in the apprenticeship roles, early 2024 cohort section. Details will be posted on September 1st, 2023. That is the day of this recording for those listening. Please identify the roles you feel are the best fit. While we invite you to apply to multiple roles, you can move forward with at most one role. We therefore advise you to only plan to apply for the roles you would want to be hired into and for which you are qualified. So yeah, I think there's only two roles open now anyway the backend apprentice and the machine learning artificial intelligence engineer. If for some reason, if you feel like you might be a good fit for both of those programs, it looks like you can apply to both of them. All right, moving on. Review the application questions for the positions that you're interested in, post it in the role specific pages and draft your responses per the guidelines given. Submit your application and essay application responses during the posting date, which will go live on September 1st, 2023. The posting period will be open for one week. All right. So for all of you listening, you have one week to get these in, get these together, write the best essays that you can. What to expect during hiring. During the hiring process, candidates should expect the steps below. Essay application. Our essay application process is designed to give individuals the opportunity to show us a range of qualities we believe will make them successful at LinkedIn. This includes their drive and ability to learn, tenacity, and work ethic unique perspective and passion for the role. As part of the essay application process, candidates are required to submit responses to all components of the three to four application essay questions. Responses will be reviewed for completeness as well as content. Candidates are expected to submit their responses by the application deadline. So September 8th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So it looks like that is the time cutoff for this round. And there's a take home project. All right, the take-home project. A recruiter will contact you if you are selected for virtual interviews following initial application review. You'll be asked to complete and submit an independent take-home project prior to the virtual interviews. And that looks like that will be late September to mid-November. Then there's a virtual interview. During the virtual interview, candidates will go through two interviews, one focused on technical skills and the other on soft skills, and a reach meet and greet. 
In the technical interview, candidates will be expected to explain and extend their solution to the previously submitted take-home project. During the soft skill interview, a manager will get to know you beyond your technical skills. It looks like the timing for that is early October and late November. Offer. Candidates who receive an offer will find out more details about their future team and the program. And the timing for that looks like it's December, January. And then the start date. Apprentices will start their cohort and go through a custom reach onboarding experience together. Your recruiter can provide further detail on the start date during the hiring process so there is sufficient time to prepare. And it looks like that's the January, February timeframe. All right. On to the roles, the apprenticeship roles for the early 2024 cohort. Hopefully early means there will be more than one 2024 cohort. Get ready. We will start accepting applications on 9-1, that is today. In the meantime, please review the roles listed and get your application materials and essays ready. No resume submission needed, guys. So all that work you may have done, getting your resume in tip-top shape, that's good. You may still need that, but not for this program. The specific application questions for each position can be found in the links below, along with the role-specific details. All right, we're going to dive into this. So we have two here. We've got the Artificial Intelligence Machine Learning Apprentice Engineer, and we've got the Backend Apprentice Engineer. And we're going to start with the AI and Machine Learning Apprentice Engineer questions. And as we go here, I'm going to zoom out for a second. When I was applying to the REACH program, I had imposter syndrome like crazy. I didn't think that I had what it took. And if I read this, even now, with a little bit of experience I do have, you know, you see phrases like artificial intelligence, machine learning. It may sound daunting, but honestly, guys, if you've done a course, if you've studied anything at all, and you feel like you can make your case both qualitatively in the essays and to show code that you've done that lends itself to that discipline, you do not have to be an expert. LinkedIn is not looking for college graduates in this case. They're looking for people with non-traditional backgrounds that have the grit and determination and the perseverance to work through interesting problems and basically looking to be a good culture fit. So please don't count yourself out. All right, let's talk about the AI and machine learning track. Is artificial intelligence, machine learning a good fit for me? Here we go. Let's hear what LinkedIn has to say officially. Artificial intelligence and machine learning AI engineers at LinkedIn develop cutting-edge machine learning models impacting millions of members. The AI ML track may be a good fit for you if you have a strong quantitative, analytical, and problem-solving skills, regardless of the areas in which you've developed them or applied them. There are endless possibilities for the experience that have prepared you for this apprenticeship. For example, you might be someone working in analytics or software engineering who's been wanting to switch to AI and machine learning. You may be someone with a background in social science who has applied quantitative methods in that arena. Or you may be someone whose hobby is thinking about improvements to sports statistics like expected goals, home runs, or team rankings. So my takeaway, guys, if I was you and I was interested in this, if you like data, if you've worked with data, I feel like we can make a case. All right. And you can click through and learn more about LinkedIn's ML team. I'm not going to do that. I want to specifically focus on the REACH program and the application process to get you the information that you need to know so you can put together the best essays that you can in the week that you have. All right, so let's look at the details for this apprenticeship. As an apprentice engineer, you'll be placed on an artificial intelligence machine learning engineering team at LinkedIn, developing cutting-edge machine learning models that serve millions of members. You will learn from fellow engineers and leaders, develop key skills applicable to a career in AI and ML. Furthermore, 
Apprentices are given a percentage of time to focus on their personal technical development using both LinkedIn's internal ecosystem and external educational opportunities. That's something that we touched on earlier. The time in the program is a one-year minimum and a five-year maximum in the apprenticeship. At LinkedIn, we trust each other to do our best work where it works best for us and our teams. This role offers a hybrid work option. This is a hybrid role, guys, meaning you can work both from home and commute to a LinkedIn office depending on what's best for you and when it's important for your team to be together. This role is hybrid and will be based out of Mountain View, California. Now, I want to point out here in the past, this role was occasionally opened up to be remote. This does not seem to be the case here. So you will need to be willing to relocate. And I know it hasn't come up yet. We're going to cover the frequently asked questions, but LinkedIn does have a very generous relocation package. So financially, they will help you. But I guess be wary that if you are accepted into the program, the expectation is that you will relocate to your team. And a little bit further context here, it looks like everything officially is based out of Mountain View, California, and maybe that is the case, but LinkedIn also does have some other offices around the country, one in New York and one in Omaha. So I just wanted to share that as well. All right, let's talk about the job responsibilities. We've got job responsibilities, basic qualifications, and preferred qualifications. All right, so for job responsibilities, you are expected to contribute a unique perspective and creative approach to solving problems at LinkedIn. That sounds fun. Continue to learn and develop artificial intelligence machine learning skills. Again, you're getting paid to learn. Under the mentorship and guidance of seasoned LinkedIn engineers, produce high-quality software that is tested, code-reviewed, and checked in regularly for continuous integration. Solve difficult problems with machine learning, write code to put those solutions into production or inform business decision-making, and deliver with an appropriate amount of urgency and quality. Develop machine learning models that will serve our 740 million members on LinkedIn.com. So, wow, guys, you talk about impact. You will certainly have that in this role. All right, let's talk about the basic qualifications now. An undergraduate or graduate degree, bachelor's, master's, or doctorate in any field. So this is interesting. I didn't realize this was a requirement, at least for the AI and ML track. You are expected to have an undergraduate degree. It doesn't have to be in computer science. I want to point that as well. It could be English, like me. Basic qualifications. You should have demonstrated a history of independent problem-solving, data-driven thinking, and quantitative skills. These skills may have been gained or demonstrated as part of a degree program or prior work experience. These do not have to be in a technology setting, but rather any situation in which you used math and code to help drive decisions or outcomes. Demonstrated history of artificial intelligence machine learning related projects. There's a wide range of examples that will qualify, including but not limited to open source contributions, personal analytics or machine learning projects, analytical, mathematical, or statistical work as part of a job or research. So as I think back, I think I actually did apply to the AI and ML track when I applied to the program. I was accepted as a back-end engineer, but I had personally completed uh, Udacity's nano degree in machine learning, and I did share the project that I had done, I guess the capstone project for that. So again, it looks like you do need an undergraduate degree, but they're not looking for, you know, PhDs in computer science or anything like that. You can be an English major, you can be a business uh, philosophy major. As long as you've worked with data in the past and you feel you can prove that, I would encourage you to, to think about it, especially if you're passionate about this. 
All right, those were the basic qualifications. And it looks like there's also a preferred qualification. So uh, I'm learning in real time with all of you. All right, so the preferred qualifications, understanding of CS basic concepts, variables, recursion, algorithms, data structures, object orientation, error handling, etc. Knowing these will make it easier for you to learn more complex software topics. Okay. Basic knowledge of common machine learning techniques, such as regression, clustering, and tree-based methods. Compelling desire to have a career in AI and ML and have a strong passion for the subject. Excellent collaborative and communication skills and the ability to clearly articulate your perspective. So I'm going to pause here because this right here is something that you don't have to have gone to school for, you don't have to have studied on YouTube for just the ability to communicate and work well with others I've seen in the first year plus that I've been here, that that skill sets you far and above the, the vast majority of people that don't have that skill. And that can help supplement weaknesses in different areas. So again, I just wanted to hit that home, communicate. You, you can never communicate too much, especially when you're working with other teams. All right, more preferred qualifications, uh, entrepreneurial mindset to bring in a new and unique perspective to the team. I like that. And a desire to learn and develop skills in the field of AI and machine learning. All right, now let's check out the how to apply, see if we can find the questions, review the job descriptions, what to expect. I think we had talked about that a little bit. All right, here are the application questions, I think. That's where we want to go. All right, let's talk about the application requirements. Our application process is designed to give individuals the opportunity to show us a range of qualities we believe will make them successful engineers. This includes their drive and ability to learn, tenacity and work ethic, unique perspective and the passion for the role. As part of the application process, individuals are required to submit responses to all components of the following questions and responses will be reviewed for completeness as well as content. Please note, resumes and LinkedIn profiles will not be considered as part of the evaluation for reach. Therefore, please make sure that any information you would like us to know is highlighted in your application responses. It says here, while LinkedIn profiles will not be reviewed in our hiring process, you must have a LinkedIn profile when applying in order for LinkedIn to receive your application through our applicant tracking system. In case you're new to LinkedIn, or if you'd like some help in updating your profile, please visit this page or this video to see tips for creating a LinkedIn profile. Right, let's get on to the questions themselves. And again, this is for the AI and ML apprenticeship. All right, number one, your personal story and impact. Please answer all parts listed below. We recommend your complete answer to this question to be between 400 and 700 words. All right, part A. At LinkedIn, we strive for a culture that embraces and represents diverse ways of thinking, background, and approaches to solving the world's problems. Tell us how your unique experiences and backgrounds shape the point of view that you'll bring to LinkedIn. We are looking to understand your unique perspective, story, and background, along with how that influences the point of view you will bring to LinkedIn and your work in artificial intelligence and machine learning. So that was part A. Part B, we are looking for apprentices who are committed to reaching their goal of becoming an engineer. Tell us how you have demonstrated continuous perseverance and tenacity to achieve a long-term goal or overcome challenges and setbacks throughout your life. So especially part B there, guys, that, that seems very wide open. And I guess I would encourage you to start thinking if you haven't already, this is your chance to tell your story. All right. The second question, your journey into artificial intelligence and machine learning. 
Looks like the recommended word count is between 500 and 900 for this one. But don't fill up 900 words just for the sake of doing that. I would encourage you to draft these responses appropriately, write too much, and then whittle it down. I know I did that. All right, so question two, part A. We recognize that there are many paths to artificial intelligence machine learning, and we'd like you to walk us through yours. Tell us what sparked your interest in the subject and why you decided to explore that interest. All right. Part B, how have you grown your skills independently or formally? Consider personal projects, volunteer work, boot camps, courses, or professional roles. Tell us about the last technical topic you learned or are learning right now and what your approach was. Beyond applying to this program, share how you will plan to continue mastering machine learning and programming and how it fits into your long-term goals. All right, part C. What appeals to you specifically about the artificial intelligence machine learning apprentice engineer role over the other REACH apprenticeship roles? We recommend you reference the position guidance to understand the role that you're applying to. We are looking to understand how this interest has been demonstrated. Consider projects you've worked on, courses you have taken, prior positions you have enjoyed, etc. Okay, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Question number three, your engineering talent. Please answer all parts listed below. It looks like the answer here should be at least 400 words. It's interesting there's no upper bound, but I guess still exercise moderation here. Don't go too crazy. It says, please use as many words as you need to so they fully understand your coding examples. That makes sense. In your answer, we would ideally like to see direct links to code you have written that you are most proud of and that demonstrate your awesome ability. For example, you can send us a link to your GitHub project, but even better would be a link to the files inside the GitHub project that shows off your skills. We also love demo sites, videos, and outside-of-the-box thinking. Do not use formatting or hyperlinks. Include the full URL link to any video, and that could be YouTube, GitHub, Vimeo, etc. If you cannot share a link to the code that you've written, please make sure to describe the project in detail and give us as much information as you can about the project. We will need to understand your project without seeing the code, so please help us do that. Okay, yeah, so if they if you can't share it, you need to describe it as best you can, which makes sense. All right, at LinkedIn, every artificial intelligence machine learning engineer is responsible for both modeling and engineering work. Part of the evaluation process for this program is to understand your ability in both machine learning and programming. Part A. Tell us about the machine learning project you are most proud of, whether it was one you completed in the past or are currently working on. You can share links to code you've written, a product or website you've built, an open source project you've contributed to, and or your favorite problem that you solved. Where possible, please include independent or solo projects where we can see your direct contributions. If your examples include group work, please describe your individual contribution to the project. I think that's self-explanatory. Part B. In addition to your examples, please tell us what your objective was, what machine learning model, statistical model, or embedding you trained, what results you achieved, and the challenges along the way. Highlight how this coding work demonstrates your interest in this particular role. So again, guys, I would encourage you, anyone out there listening, if you've done something close to what we're reading here, I, I feel like you should, you should apply. You should apply, you should sell yourself, show what you've done. All right, part four, undergraduate degree. Please state any undergraduate degrees you have completed. It is a requirement for this position to have an undergraduate degree and for the degree to be noted here for us to consider the basic qualifications for this position met. Apply now. All right, so that is the artificial intelligence and machine learning apprenticeship 
Now we are going to check out the backend role. And that's, that's interesting, guys, because I know when I applied, there was no requirement for the college degree, even if it didn't have to be in CS. So that's a change. I'm curious if that is unique to the AI and ML track, but I guess we'll see. All right. Is backend engineering a good fit for me? And again, I'm a little partial here because this is the program that I joined and I'm still a part of, so absolutely partial. Backend engineers at LinkedIn build user-centric online applications, core application and data infrastructure systems, scaling performance and 24-7 reliability for our externally facing applications and internal tools. This track could be for you if you want to work on backend systems for advanced information retrieval algorithms, massive scalability infrastructure and storage solutions, large-scale applications for users on web and mobile devices. So we heard it earlier, I think 740 million users. That's a lot of data. I can attest to that. All right, let's read about the apprenticeship details. As an apprentice engineer backend, you will be placed on an engineering team at LinkedIn, build scalable infrastructure or backend business logic to support product use cases. You will help us scale LinkedIn's infrastructure to handle massive data growth across the LinkedIn ecosystem as we experience dramatic growth in membership and products. You will utilize distributed systems and algorithms, develop applications at scale, learn from fellow engineers and managers, and build key skills that can be applied to a future career in engineering. Apprentices will also be given a percentage of the time to focus on their own personal technical development. Blah, blah, blah. We'd read that before. Again, 20% of your time, one day out of the week, you will get to do your thing. And a minimum of one year, maximum of five years in the program. So that was the same as the ML track. All right, at LinkedIn, we trust each other to do our best work. This role offers a hybrid work option, meaning you can work both from home and the commute to a LinkedIn office. So, okay, just like the ML AI track, it looks like the backend is also a hybrid role. So just like we covered earlier. And I, I don't think I pointed this out earlier. I would like to. Apologies for those of you abroad, but it looks like this role is not eligible for visa sponsorship. Applicants must be authorized to work in the U.S. for LinkedIn without requiring visa sponsorship now or in the future. All right. So again, we've got the job responsibilities, the basic qualifications, and then the preferred qualifications. Job responsibilities. Contribute a unique perspective and creative approach to solving problems at LinkedIn. Continue to learn and develop your skills as a software engineer. Under the mentorship and guidance of seasoned LinkedIn engineers, produce high-quality software that is tested, code-reviewed, and checked in regularly for continuous integration. Develop and apply the ability to scale distributed applications, make architectural trade-offs, supplying synchronous and asynchronous design patterns, write code, and deliver with an appropriate amount of urgency and quality. Gain experience in developing multi-tier, scalable, high-volume, performant, and reliable user-centric applications that operate 24-7. So that sounds intimidating. I, a year into the program, that still sounds intimidating. Basic qualifications. Demonstrated history of independent coding-related projects or solving problems with code. There's a wide range of activities that will qualify. Examples include, but are not limited to, open-source contributions, personal projects, hardware hacking with tools like Arduino, Automating job functions via scripting or macros, complex spreadsheet formula creation or maintenance, querying databases. And this is funny because I think when I applied to the program, I had a little bit of Python experience. I had almost graduated from a boot camp, but I definitely showed off what was little more than a bunch of interconnected Google Sheets that 
basically shared information on the last job that I had. And I don't know if that is what helped me land or rather pass the initial filter, but I guess it didn't hurt. So again, think outside the box when you're looking for examples to, to prove your engineering worth. All right, experience with any object-oriented program language. Examples include Java, C, C++, C Sharp, Python, Ruby, etc. So you should know a language. You don't have to be an expert. I don't know that many experts in the program, so you just need to be familiar with it. Preferred qualifications. Uh, let me Before we get to preferred qualifications, note that I saw nothing in here in the basic qualifications that you have to have an undergraduate degree. So from what I'm seeing for the ML and AI track, that's a requirement. For the back end track, it does not appear to be a requirement. So keep that in mind. All right, let's move on to the preferred qualifications. Understanding of CS basic concepts, variables, recursion, algorithms, data structures, object orientation, error handling, callbacks, etc. Knowing what some of these are will make it easier for you to learn more complex software topics. Okay, similar to, I think, the ML track. A history of coding-related projects and or courses that include back-end development and programming languages. Linux operating system fundamentals, scripting, pipes, and automation. Experience building distributed internet scale systems. Knowledge of multi-threading, concurrency, parallel processing, and distributed computing technologies. Don't worry if you don't know about any of that. I didn't know any of that coming into the program. Demonstrated a compelling desire to have a career in software engineering and a strong passion for coding. That should be a no-brainer. The ability to clearly articulate your perspective. Entrepreneurial mindset. Desire to learn and develop your skills in the computer science field. And a knowledge of mid-tier development. All right. Let's check out the how to apply and the actual application questions, actually. That's what we want. All right, let's see. I would imagine this is, yeah, so the preamble is basically the same. LinkedIn will not be looking for your resume or at your LinkedIn profile. So let's just jump straight to the application questions. Again, this is for the backend track. Your Question number one, your personal story and impact. Looks like the suggested word count is between 400 and 700 words. All right, question one, part A. At LinkedIn, we strive for a culture that embraces and represents diverse ways of thinking, background, and approaches to solving the world's problems. Tell us how your unique experiences and backgrounds shape the point of view that you will bring to LinkedIn. We are looking to understand your unique perspective, story, and background, along with how that influences the point of view you will bring to LinkedIn and your work as an engineer. I think that seemed quite similar, if not identical, to the machine learning question one part A. Might be a little bit different. All right, part B, we are looking for apprentices who are committed to reaching their goal of becoming an engineer. Tell us how you've demonstrated continuous perseverance and tenacity to achieve a long-term goal or overcome challenges and setbacks throughout your life. So yeah, it looks like this question one is more of a qualitative persuasion. And this is your chance to basically tell your story, to prove any examples of grit, determination, perseverance that you have experienced in your life. And yeah, I think that that's probably self-explanatory. All right, question number two, your journey into programming with the suggested word count between 500 and 900 words. Part A, we recognize that there are many paths to programming and we would like you to walk us through yours. Tell us what sparked your interest in becoming a programmer and why you decided to explore that interest. So again, I think that was similar to the other application 
This is where you really sell yourself, guys. Talk about your light bulb moment the first time that you found code, saw a program run, the, the magic that you felt, whatever it is, this is your chance to capture that. All right, part B. How have you grown your skills independently or formally? Consider personal projects, volunteer work, boot camps, courses, or professional roles. Beyond applying to this program, share how you plan to continue mastering coding and how it fits into your long-term goals. So that also looks similar to the last, can be a little bit different. And part C, what appeals to you specifically about the back-end apprentice engineer role over the other roles? We recommend that you reference the position guidance to understand the role that you're applying to. We're looking to understand how this interest has been demonstrated. Consider projects you've worked on, courses you've taken, prior positions you've enjoyed, etc. Okay. Moving on to question number three, your engineering talent. So it looks like like the ML AI version, this one should be at least 400 words with no upper bound, basically as much as you think is required to show your engineering know-how. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm just going to gloss through. Yeah, so if looks like LinkedIn wants links, direct links to projects. If you have them, if you can't share them for some reason, please be as detailed and descriptive as you can. Every engineer at LinkedIn writes code. Part of our evaluation process for this program is to understand your coding ability. Part A, tell us about coding projects that you've completed in the past or are currently working on. You can share links to code you've written, a product or website you've built, an open source project you've contributed to, and or your favorite problem that you've solved. Where possible, please include independent or solo projects where we can see your direct contributions. If your examples include group work, please describe your individual contribution to the project. I think, that, I think that's self-explanatory. Part B, in addition to your examples, please tell us about what interesting challenges you faced, any gaps in knowledge you had to bridge, or new frameworks, algorithms, or data structures you utilized to solve a problem. Highlight how this coding work demonstrates your interest in this particular role. And that is it. So it looks like the back-end role is a little bit less intense. Well, I don't want to put it that way. It looks like there are less questions, I think. I'm pretty sure there were four for that one. It looks like there are three for the back-end. And again, in case you missed it, you do not need a formal degree to apply to the back-end role. And it looks like the application... Yeah, so once you've drafted your essays, it looks like you can go directly to the LinkedIn website that's where the apply now button will link okay so what else i think there's a yeah so there's a well let's look at how to apply i don't think we've covered this review the job descriptions review the application questions we've been over that submit your application and essay during the posting date which will go live i think we did cover this actually and it'll be open for a week i think we had heard what was it september 8th i think is when it closes out what to expect during hiring I think we talked about this as well. We did. They're nice little visuals on the website. Let's go over the frequently asked questions. I don't think we've we've hit this yet. Question: When is the next application period? Answer: We accept applications a few times a year. The dates will be posted on this site once confirmed. Spoiler: The next application period opens today. You should know that. Question: How many apprentices are you accepting? We expect to hire approximately 10 to 35 apprentices each cycle. The exact number of hires will depend on the program's capacity as well as the business need at the time. So 10 to 35 doesn't sound like a lot. 
And I guess it's not, but again, to those of you out there listening that think you have no shot, I remember when I was in your shoes. I remember when I was applying to this program. I assumed there would be thousands of applications. I'm not sure if that's actually the case. But regardless, I knew that it was worth me investing the time to basically tell my story and to answer these questions because from what I could glean from the outside looking in, this program seemed too good to be true. And spoiler, having been in it for a year, it still seems too good to be true. So all of that to say, just because it looks like they're only hiring between 10 to 35, don't think that you can't be one of those because you absolutely can. I didn't think that I could be one and I landed a role. So you absolutely can do it. What roles are you hiring for? I'm not going to read this. Well, I guess I can, but for anyone listening that's interested in the cohort now, it's going to be backend and also ML and AI, but I guess we can go ahead and look just in case those don't suit your fancy. Generally, we've encompassed roles such as software engineering, backend, frontend, mobile, data science, AI, ML, and other roles including user experience researcher, technical program manager, and cybersecurity. All right, so it looks like Maybe later on in the year, there will be a uh, different type of roles offered, but I guess we'll see. Is relocation offered? I think we talked about that. Yes, relocation is offered. Our standard relocation policies and packages apply. I'm pretty sure that's a $10,000 allowance. Don't quote me on that. I didn't have to use it myself, but it is generous. Question, what office location will these roles be based in? At LinkedIn, we trust each other to do our best work. This role offers a hybrid work option, meaning you can work both from home and commute to a LinkedIn office, depending on what's best for you and when it's important for your team to be together. I think I read that earlier in a different capacity. It looks like all roles within the early 2024 cohort offer a hybrid work arrangement. The majority of our hybrid teams are based out of the Mountain View, California office. However, we also have teams located in our San Francisco office and on occasion, our New York office. To find the precise office location for the track you're interested in, please visit the respective track-specific page. Okay. Actually, didn't see anything other than the Mountain View, California on those pages, but I guess the other locations might be a possibility, depending. Will LinkedIn sponsor my visa? No, they will not. Not for this, anyway. How is team placement determined? This is a good question. The program team will determine which team an individual joins, keeping in mind the apprentice's interest. Team assignments will be based on several factors in order to set the individual up for success. And just giving my own perspective on this, I know when I was told that I was accepted into the program, the next obvious question after I came down from cloud nine was, oh, cool, can I meet my manager? Well, what team am I going to be on? And long story short, LinkedIn had an idea of where they wanted to put me. They set up a meeting between my manager and I think his manager at the time and me. And I was able to meet them, basically make sure that, you know, it was a good culture fit. I feel like I can get along with anybody. And yeah, so it seems like I assume the process will probably be the same for anybody out there. All right. Are all applications reviewed? Based on the high volume of interest, we will not be able to review all applications. However, all applicants within this period will have an equal likelihood of review, i.e. applications will not be reviewed on a first-come, first-served basis. So... Two points there. Uh, for those of you listening that think you have to get it in today, don't do that. Please wait. Please draft your essays, read your essays, have friends and family read your essays, go over them, refine them, make them the best that you can. And again, don't be discouraged that apparently not all applications are going to be reviewed. Again, when I was in your shoes, when I was applying, 
that thought did cross my mind, but I was like, you know what? Go away. I'm, I'm applying. I'm putting forth the effort, all the effort that I can. I'm putting myself in a position to land this role. And again, I was extremely fortunate that worked out. Do you need a LinkedIn profile in order to apply? While LinkedIn profiles will not be reviewed in our hiring process, you must have a profile when applying in order for LinkedIn to receive your application through our applicant tracking system. In case you're new, here's a video. All right. Yeah. So yeah, guys, that is the program. Again, it opens today, September 1st, 2023, and applications will be open for a week. So we covered both tracks, and now I am going to transition to basically the community mailbag. I've had a lot of questions from many of you out there. I think I mentioned that earlier. And instead of answering them individually, I want to I, I want to answer it for everybody just so we can all share information. All right, so let's start with da, da, da. Kiana had a question. James, excited to reach applications are open today. Thank you for your advice on the essay section. Other than basic and preferred qualifications listed on the website, were there other things you wished you'd been exposed to or learned prior to your apprenticeship that would have made you feel more knowledgeable about the work you were doing? That's a great question. So were there any things I wish I'd known or been exposed to before the apprenticeship to make me feel more knowledgeable? I would love to be more well-versed in the stack that I use, but... Honestly, the answer would be no. I don't feel like I needed to know any more than I did to get in. So that would be the answer to that. Don't. And I feel like that's probably coming from a place of what can I learn to put myself in a better position? And yeah, at this point, I, I would not worry about that. Whatever you have, whatever knowledge you have, it's what you have. It's what you have to offer. And it's just a function of you telling your story and showing the determination, the grit, the perseverance, and the technical acumen that you have. So that that's what I would encourage you to focus on there. All right, I have a question from Ian. Hey, James, hope you're doing well. I see that you became a software engineer through the LinkedIn Reach program. I was curious if pursuing a career in tech is something that you needed a four-year degree for. I personally don't possess one and feel like not having one could bite me in the long run. I just wanted to see what your insight on that would be. So Ian, thank you for the question. I think we touched on it earlier. For the back-end track, you actually don't need a undergraduate degree. So right there, a company like LinkedIn is telling you you don't need one to break into tech and to be a software engineer. Now, that said, I don't think it's a bad thing to have. I feel like those that have a degree might find it easier to get certain interviews. And as we saw on the machine learning and artificial intelligence track, you did need some undergraduate degree to be able to apply to that track. So there's no wrong answer there, but the I guess the direct answer, Ian, would be no. Not having a four-year degree should not discourage you. I, I would encourage you to lean in to whatever strengths that you have and to maybe build, you know, build a project, show the skill and demonstrate the skill and use that. Lean, lean into that. All right. More questions. All right. I have a question from Marta. Hi, James. I've been listening to you for a while and I love your content. I listen to your podcast when imposter syndrome hits me. It's always inspiring to listen. I really appreciate that, Marta. Thank you. After reading your post about the Reach Apprenticeship, I checked their website and they just announced that the application opens on September 1st. Yes. 
I'm preparing the essay portion. I wanted to ask you if you have any piece of advice for that part or any step of the application process. Thanks so much. Well, Marta, I hope you're listening to a portion of this because that was the goal of doing this. I feel like I had a little bit of insight there, but maybe I'll try to address it directly. So going from memory, it looks like question one for both tracks was basically tell us about yourself. And I think that is LinkedIn wanting to ensure that you're a good fit for the company. And, you know, I don't think it's a secret that LinkedIn has a very inclusive, awesome culture. Honestly, that was the, that was the best unknown thing coming in that I, I really stumbled into because I came from a, a blue collar, uh, much different culture. I'll just leave it at that. And I was blown away in a good way by the culture that LinkedIn has. So on the essays, make sure that you think back, think back to examples in your life where, you know, you've shown determination, grit, perseverance, you know, how, how you've stood up for people when, when they needed it. And yeah, just, just what makes you special and, and what you can bring to, to LinkedIn. And then beyond that, I mean, when it comes to the, the technical portion, you know, at this point, you should know a little bit about code. You don't have to be an expert. You should have a project. And this is where you can point to that project, you know, make it easy for the reviewers to point to very specific URLs, either on GitHub or maybe a direct demo site, you know, do whatever you think would present well, basically, if you were the reviewer, that's the exact mindset that I had when I was going through this. And I feel like that will serve you well. All right, more questions. Let's see. Brandon. Brandon had quite a few. So, Brandon, I'm going to answer your questions now. Hey, James. Just hoping for some more insights on the following. Aside from answering the prompt essay questions, is there anything else that you did to ensure that you landed that initial interview for the apprenticeship? I think I covered this a little bit, Brandon, but, you know, I drafted an initial response and I didn't submit it the same day. I drafted the responses, I took notes, and I shared it. I shared them the answers with my wife, with family, with friends. I They changed a little bit over the course of a few days. So I guess the takeaway there for me, anyway, is I, I had a lot of luck, I guess, because it worked out in just jotting down the stream of conscious thoughts that I had, but then also curating that over time to make sure that it told the story that I wanted it to. So... I guess that's what I would say for that. Another question from Brandon. For someone who's transitioned from the food industry into tech and has only been coding for about one to two years, what would you do to make yourself seen for the apprenticeship and also in general? My coding knowledge stems mostly from self-teaching and Hack Reactor's boot camp. Well, first, kudos to, to Hack Reactor. I did not attend that boot camp. I did do pre-course, which was quite rigorous, and I ended up going with another one, but I happen to know that that program is phenomenal. So... And it looks like you've been coding for one to two years. So what would I do to make myself seen? You know, simple answer there, Brandon, just build projects and build projects in public, you know, share learnings on LinkedIn, you know, jump into other people's comments. And that's going to serve the dual purpose of solidifying concepts that you've learned and proving to yourself that you can explain it to other people. It's also going to expose you to other people and that's going to help build your network. And over time, it's amazing how those connections can reap dividends in the future, even if you don't plan for them to. So hopefully that answers that question. And then it looks like Brandon has one more. seems like the junior development market is really competitive right now. And with that, it's a little difficult for me to decide how to prioritize the following. 
applying for jobs, networking, conferences, tech, social events, practicing coding challenges, working on personal projects, learning new technologies, etc. So it looks like that's the end of the question. But in terms of prioritization, I, I guess that's the question you're asking, Brandon. I guess I, I don't have the a perfect answer here. I would encourage you to maybe dabble with all of the above with maybe the most emphasis on, I guess, as I just talked about, you know, building in public and interacting with other people on LinkedIn. I feel like doing those two is going to check most, if not all of the boxes that you just listed here. So I think that would be my answer there. Right. I also, I got several messages from people that were looking for recommendations on the internship that I guess LinkedIn also just opened up. I'm sorry, guys. I can't, I get a ton of these requests. I can't recommend everybody. And so my preference is not to recommend anybody. I'm sure you are awesome. I just, you know, if I'm LinkedIn and if I'm having James recommend somebody and James says, you know, I don't really know this person, but here they are, it's not going to mean much anyway. So I totally get why you reach out and ask for the referrals. But at the same time, don't be discouraged if somebody like me says that they can't. So I hope you understand that. All right. And I think that's it. So I'm going to wrap it here. That is the Reach Apprenticeship Program. And again, applications open today. And during this recording, actually, the uh, the banner changed. And they have confirmed that the deadline is September 8th at 11.59 Pacific Standard Time. So now is the time, guys, to anyone out there listening, if any of that sounded interesting to you, I would highly encourage you to come to the website. I am going to put a link in the show notes. It is careers.linkedin.com slash reach, R-E-A-C-H, but I will add a link in the show notes. And yeah, you've got a week to put together the best essays that you can. And then, you know, this could be your on-ramp into tech. And I, I can't say enough great things about how much the program has done for me. You know, I used to drive eight hours to work back and forth, you know, every week. And now I've got a 30 second commute to my home office. I'm extremely fortunate. I'm able to be present with my family. And again, kudos to LinkedIn and to the reach program. I'm so grateful. I can't wait for hopefully some, if not many of you listening are going to get into this program either now or in the future. And yeah, I'm just super excited that LinkedIn has opened up the new cohort and I hope you'll all apply. So if you have any questions, please feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I will do the best that I can to answer your questions either directly or maybe in an episode like this. So we'd love feedback and yeah, I guess that's it.